I tried it. I was not impressed <laughs> because you know why the yeah. cheese wasn't melty enough, so I didn't, it didn't have that stringiness, you know. Because usually, like they're yes. like a quesadillas and stuff like that have that kind yeah. of stringiness. But this yeah. one, when I tried it, it didn't, and it was kind of oily. I'm like, oh, I'm good. If I keep eating this, I'm gonna throw up. So. No, I I completely agree. Because like the quesadillas where it's at, like they, I think they kind of peaked. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, the quesarito, my wife likes them. Um, I yeah, tried they're one. They're fucking good, dude. Yeah, I tried one for the first time like a couple weeks back. I was like, fuck it. Let me try something different because I want a burrito. But but I wanted right. I, I wanted a grilled burrito. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Which is different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, like, it's a different taste tier with the grilled on yeah. it. Yeah, because, you, you know, it's basically like cooking it a second time. Yeah. Like, it's... Or no, yeah, it's basically it, cooking it. it it's like, like searing in the goodness, and then, but yeah. then on top, of giving it a nice like texture and crisp on it when you bite yeah, down on you, it. When you get that, uh, when you get that good crunch, exactly. On the, yeah. So it's yes. a totally a different thing than like one of their regular like you know cheesy bean and rice burrito or some shit. You know what I mean? Word. Which yeah, is also good. they don't they don't they don't cook the tortillas exactly like, uh, exactly. Yeah. So when you grill it, and then you have the cheese. Rolled up in between the yeah. thing, it's like fuck. Yeah, I love the uh, I love the double deckers, the fucking the double decker the, tacos. The, the, um, the, the, or, the no, no, uh, crunch. Yes, 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 dude, that's what it is. You know what? It's I have, like yes, I have. It's genius. Lost it's my honest. taste for it because I've eaten them so much. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> that I'm like, uh, and I've tried a bunch of different variety, like I'm adding like stuff to it, but I always go back to just the standard beef one. Right, right. The chicken one, it doesn't taste right with the kind of flavor, like you know, like makeup that it has because it has that um that uh, that oh, sauce wait. inside. It's like uh, what's that? Oh, uh, <sighs> well, no, it's like the, their sauce. No, right? yeah, it's but like it's uh, it's uh, oh, a chipotle creamy sauce, right? That they right. have in it, but like um, that fire sauce or whatever they call it, right? Yeah, little... it's like a Baja Chipotle sauce or some shit like that, right? Mm. But it doesn't. T- it it tastes weird with the chicken, but with the beef because it's seasoned and all that stuff, it tastes really good. Right. But yeah, I, I just like I legit give it up on it because I'm like, oh dude, I'm I'm good for like dude, for a while on, on this thing. When uh, it would hit when I was starting college, so it hit right at that that peak time, peak Taco Ooh, Bell time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, dude, college was definitely so, the Taco Bell time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's when you didn't give a shit about your body. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, cause, dude, because you're already up at like the two a.m. <laughs> yeah, because Taco Bell near me is open till four. Awesome, four in the morning. I think all Taco and, Bells are open till like three a.m., three four a.m. Yeah, yeah dude, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's 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 great. And uh, uh, text. Uh, speaking of destroying your body, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome, I thought folks. you'd be like, yo, speaking of its uh, like of its own thing, you know. Welcome, folks, like to episode sixty-two <laughs> of the official Corpse Feed podcast, The Morgue. And with me always, my handy dandy do-it-all producer, Mister Nick Valdez. Howdy, text. What's up, man? Howdy, everybody. Uh, how you doing, Otero? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, dude. I'm. Uh, 
You know what? Uh, actually, what's pretty fucking great? Amazon. Um, I stumbled upon it, but I thought I heard something about it. Amazon recently just uh, put out uh, the Invincible comic book as a show, as an animated show. Right. Um, and uh, yes. for, for those people out there, Invincible, I believe it was Image, right? Was, was it Image yeah, Comics? Yeah, Image and uh, written by Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman, right? uh, like, the mm-hmm. man responsible for uh, The Walking Dead. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's a take... It, it's a uh, an adult take on superhero, pretty much is is the only thing I can really describe it as, you know. Yeah, right? it's it's one of those like I I think the problem with it, like just right off the bat, you know, before we, like it, it's just because we've had a lot of those already, you know what I mean? Like there is there is Kick Ass, and then of course like Justice League is already I like, know, the and then it was Brightburn, right? Yeah, and Brightburn, and you know now I'm thinking about it, like yeah, we've had a lot of those yeah, already. This right? is why, honestly, um. Uh, I'm just surprised that the boys. It, yeah, I, I'm. I'm honestly just kind of a little bit like bewildered by the release of this. Being that, like, when yeah. I was in college, I was fucking reading these invincible comic books, bro. Same here, dude. You know I mean? So, like, the fact that it took them this long to do that, and the fact that the boys came out first, and then this yes. came out, kind of gives it like, oh, here we go with this. It seems like Amazon's putting out all these fucking, you know, evil superhero shows and shit. Yeah. But um, uh, with that being said, the show is good. Uh, it's not as it's not a direct take from the comic books. It looks exactly mm-hmm. like the comic books, but it's not a direct take from it. Being that Agreed. there's a lot more violence in the comic books, a lot more like fighting and a lot of violence and stuff like that. There's, they kind mm-hmm. of condensed it to what you have to kind of know. You know what I mean? Pretty much, they, they just give you the gist of everything, um, and they give you the important fights. Um, yeah, yeah, it, um, it, it is weird, right? Like, yeah, it, it, it's like if you're changing it up, why not like? Yeah, you know, why not? Being that you give the show forty five minutes an episode, yeah, uh, and yeah. that was a like. That's to say, for all its good stuff, there's a lot of weird stuff, right? Like, why is it forty five minutes? <laughs> like, I'm I'm looking at, it, I'm like, yo, cartoons are thirty minutes. Like, I'm good yeah, on that's that. That's a weird runtime. It has to be a, a one off kind of miniseries kind of thing. It, it just, you know. It goes back to what I was saying about the release of this show being that it's just crammed now in between all this like violent superhero mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. Uh, I'm digging it though for what it's worth. Uh, it's pretty yeah, cool. I, I agree. I kind of like the 45 minute shit. Like I, it'd be dope if you would just give me an hour then if you're, if you're going to give me 45 minutes. Yeah. Right? Like you have plenty to fill those 15 minutes with. Yeah, and you know, it's okay. already cramming a lot in there. Yeah. You know, like, it, it you can tell, like, or y- you get the feeling that, like, something's, like, um, either not explained fully or, like, kind of sped along. Because, you, you, like you were saying, like, this is kind of taking chunks out of the comics, but, like, still showing it in that same way. Yeah. So it's like, it's like speeding through all the shit in the middle in between all these big moments, you know? So yeah, I don't so- know. I'm curious how um how they're gonna finish it off. I mean, it's only I agree. It's gonna be I think episode four is coming out soon. And there's what like six episodes, eight episodes. Is it six? Yeah, it has to be six or eight. But the comic yeah. book, uh, I think it's still going on. If I'm not. Yeah, mistaken. I stopped. I stopped reading. Yeah, I stopped it, reading it after the first like you know couple of story arcs. Yeah, I got to like uh I mean I I'm pretty sure I got to like chapter ninety or some shit like that. So I, I remember like. I remember bits and pieces of the overall story, but that's the other thing too. Like it, it's kind of forgettable, but like I said, this is all being very harsh right from the get go. And I do like a lot of it. Yeah. You know, Cause but- like, 
I'm curious how long, because the comic books seem to be a bit more digestible in terms of just getting the information quicker. Mm Because now, because it's a show, they're spreading stuff out a little bit longer. Because I feel that in the comics, you get to the point that, you know, the dad was sent here to kind of, you know, do bad shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But he he was like a sleeper undercover kind of shit. Yeah, the the whole thing was, uh, you know... uh Spoilers for Invincible because uh, it it seems like it's adapting all the shit straight. So yeah. like uh, yeah. So spoilers for that. Um. So you know the reason he beats them all up in the beginning, kills them out of the way. That that happens like at a different point of the comics too. Like I think they I think they keep the good guy shit going for a while. Yeah, so that's, I think that, that is a point. at the end of the first story arc. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yes. As a transition to the next shit, what's going on? That's why I'm a little kind of off in terms of the timeline stuff because yeah, it just feels like they're lengthening out the story but they're still omitting a lot of the violent fights and shit which is like the cool part of the comic book because it Word, was cause the art was so well done in the comic book and it, it was so um vibrant you know that it was dope to see so yeah and, and that's that's the problem with this show too like uh oh yeah so they're they're like um they're like invaders you know where where he he tells his son, oh, you know we're we're basically super Superman and Jace, where we yeah. come here to save the planet. But no, they go there to like you to know conquer. take over the planet. Yeah, yeah. But um, but no, like you're saying, uh, it's so low budget. Like that's the thing too. Like it, it's got a lot that looks good. Uh, or, you know, all the characters look fine and all that stuff. They, like you said, they look right out of the comic. But then you have you have some cool scenes that could be cool. But you know, it's like it's like oh, they they didn't have the money, so it's like this weird CG and like uh, yeah, and like it looks a little laggy sometimes, right? Yeah, like, like I'm like, wait a minute, is it just me <laughs> or is it, like this looks like uh, this is what. Maybe that's why I feel like everything feels a little slower. Something's paced. a little odd, right? Yeah. There's just something's just odd. It's gotta that's be all that. it is. But again, it, it's probably attributed to the release of everything because I thought this was in this has been in the works for a long time. I think right? so. Yeah, and they were like, I, "Fuck I, it, not just just release it. Fuck it." It had to have been some like legal dispute or something about the the, the rights or something. But no, speaking of all this superhero stuff, uh, a lot of wild shits going on with DC again. Like we talked about the casting last time, and then before that, the Snyder cut. This time, they canceled they canceled the New Gods, which is the one with Ava DuVernay, and they canceled the Trench, which was going to be like this aquaman spinoff of that part with all like the scary fish yo which man. is which is fine because you know that that sounded dumb DC but you know making moves not sure if they're playing chess or checkers yeah he's you know? like uh, at, the, at the it, same time they also have a suicide squad coming out yeah so it's like it seems like they want to get everything lined up for something you know it seems mm-hmm. like they want to have their stories uh, all together like all um, everything connected so supposedly the flash is going to reset their whole kind of timeline and pretty much the flash is going to dictate where everything stands Mm -hmm. um so that's interesting but yeah dc is definitely making moves i'm thinking that uh, they're taking advantage of all this press they're getting from this uh, um, Snyder stuff and the yeah, and Justice some, League stuff for sure. Some something's something's going on back there. You know, yeah. they're I'm I'm sure, like you said, they're refiguring things out because now now people are like uh, it, before it was released the Snyder cut. 
now it's restore the Snyder verse. So yeah. now, yeah, because now it's going to happen, though, honestly. Of like, course not. Yeah. Like, they've dropped that completely. Um, yeah. And every, everyone's moved on, basically, yeah. except <laughs> like. Exactly. And this is why they're going to have the Flash uh, dictate where everything stands in terms of uh, what's what. So it's going to answer yeah. a lot of questions. They don't know if, uh, you know, Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are still going to be in it 100 percent. Yeah. And um, I'm sure they're they're redoing it because of the whole Ray Fisher thing, because, you yeah. know, he he uh, like he's come out and said there's there has been no version of like the script without Cyborg in it. Which makes a lot of sense because that seemed like the original spinoff idea, right? It does. Like that Even seemed at like, the end of Justice League, in both cuts, you know, you, in both cuts, they yeah, made sure you, to highlight both of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you have them pounding at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Giving each other a little pound of victory um, at the end of both cuts. So it seems like they were gonna go for that uh, Flash Cyborg team up movie. Um, because mm-hmm. it would be easier to do something like that than just put the weight of an entire movie um, on one of them, you know, since the, their origins are kind of already known. That, well, for Cyborg, the Flash, we don't really know how he got his powers in this uh, universe. So, but yeah, and tech, and te- yeah, no, no, that's what I mean. And technically, we didn't even know Cyborg either because this was going off the theatrical one. Yeah, so, you know, there's exactly. there's a, there's a lot of stuff with that. Like, um, but no. Like, like you're saying, they, something something's going on. They're retooling their ideas. The new gods idea doesn't sound so good anymore. I'm pretty sure because like because of Darkseid. Yeah, yeah, and because now now Darkseid, um, you know, whether or not they did decide because it, they announced this new gods thing alongside the Snyder cut, like the same time, basically. So it, you can't really blame like Snyder showing a Darkseid in it. But at the same time, if they don't want to do Snyderverse stuff, they can't use Darkseid. You yeah, because then it's like dark. Basically, dark side's off the table for them. You know whether or not they want it. They meant yeah, to dark do that. Dark side is uh, definitely um. That's the Snyder villain. So yeah, um, so that it sucks for them because that's yeah. you know the Thanos with that. But even but it's the same thing for Marvel now, right? Like Thanos mm-hmm. is done. He's dead, right? Yeah, um, and and DC has plenty of like dark side of Jace kind of guys that you could use. Like uh, yeah, they won't be that. as cool, but no, like yeah. yeah. Yeah, they won't be as cool, but that's on them, though, you know, Yeah, for, like, but, allowing that to happen and allowing them, allowing Snyder to even use Darkseid, you know, like, you know, yeah. having, like, a, a giving him the the actual reins to, like, use this property, that's all, all on them. Whatever, boohoo. Uh, oh, yeah, it, no, it no. It sucks that we so. will, n- like, never get a proper Darkseid version, being that um, he's a Snyderverse and stuff like that. That's a right. shame, but hopefully... um. Yeah, we can't get another Doomsday either because that's uh Snyder. Yeah. It, it did Doomsday super dirty. Yeah, but there's you know there's dudes like Mongol and stuff like that you could use. Like I, I would say Mongol and Warworld would be like the the next wildest one that like yeah, you would need a team. But even then, like it's it's kind of whack, right? Like, I, I get it. You see, but this is why you probably don't need a team. This yeah, yeah. Can, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah, they're done. Yeah, they can survive in their own universes. But then if things get a little a little crazy they can ring their friend you know i mean a wonder woman yeah. to show up and, and hey diana i need some help over here or hey uh clark what's up man what are you doing yeah and uh and that suicide squad movie looks looks okay like we we got two trailers for it and like the second one's better than that first one we got uh the, the, they did a one for specifically for godzilla versus kong in the theaters oh that's cool yeah so they we'll did a second one 
And that second version looks a lot better than that, you know. So I, I don't know. I'm excited for that one. But that seems like kind of just like not really tied into anything. You know, it's just like a, a one off, like a nice little, nice little movie that James Gunn got. to Yeah, do, um, you know? I mean, I dig it. Um, I think we um, I think I told you how I feel about it. It looks like fun. It looks like what a comic book movie should look like, you know, just like yeah. this crazy fucking good time. And, you know, uh, people are like trashing it, saying that it looks like trash and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, what are you comparing this to exactly? Like what it, what exactly right. are you saying that it looks like trash compared to, you know, like, yeah. what, like it, you're calling this a David Ayer Suicide Squad better than this one? Yeah. You know, because that one, you know, you know, mm. it looked good in trailer form. Yeah, and, and that's a that's you know, another one. That's another one people are like, oh, release the air cut. And I'm like, no, no, no. There's no like there's not even like the Snyder one is at least interesting because it's so dramatically different. You it's know? so it's but, very different. Um But I, the air I, cut, there's no there's no way that that again, one would have been who good. Who is interested in that? I not me. Like, yeah, I, like I I'm interested in a new iteration of Suicide Squad. Like it, it, a Suicide Squad, it's a kind of of movie that like it'd be dope for any like director to just uh, jump in and do like a random I, Suicide Squad move because yeah. that's the kind of team they are too. You know, like it's not like they're um, the Legion of Doom. You know, right. like where they have a headquarters. No, like Amanda Waller gets them together whenever she needs something done. You know, so like you don't need to have anything tied in. You can always mention in the movie. Oh, remember, like last time this happened, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can just like do do an anthology. Yeah. Always put Amanda Waller in the middle of it. You know, Yeah, exactly. Um, Because um, it's still um, is Viola Davis going to be playing Amanda Waller in this one? Yeah. So it's still it's still Viola Davis. So there you go. Set her up for life. Set her up for life. She's what? She's an Oscar winner as well, right? So yeah. So set her up. Dude, she she's also earned like this fucking you're easy comic book and, Like, dude, <laughs> it, it doesn't. It'd be dope for uh, like any kind of person to just j- jump in and tell a cool story because that's the kind of characters they are. The movie is small enough to live in that like small budget kind of artistic realm where you, where mm-hmm. you can give it an r here or there anytime you want you know yeah and you don't need to worry about like oh why isn't superman here why is it batman yeah, you don't need to it, yeah you it just, doesn't have anything always, to do with them yeah exactly um it's always just b-list d-list you, can, like, you, know, and stuff, you know crack jokes and show like news reports and stuff like that you know yeah you can throw little easter eggs in there but i think uh i'm excited for this and and James Gunn has been known to do very well when it comes to ensemble movies and ensemble casts and all that shit. So um, it's like with Guardians of the Galaxy, like who gave a shit about Guardians of the Galaxy until he made the movie? And they're like, oh, yeah. great, Gar- Guardians now. I can't wait to see part three, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and he's so good at what he does that, that Marvel waited to get him back, you know, just yeah. so they can do a part three because they were fucking going to be lost without him. Yeah, they, they realized once they, like, they fucked up and they did fire him, but then they were like, then Warner Brothers is the set, like, literally, right? It was like maybe, <laughs> yeah. like, that same fucking Dude, week. It had to have been that <laughs> same week, if not that same, like, couple of days. In, in the span of, like, 48 hours or so, they were like, yeah, James yeah. Gunn hired to do the new Suicide Squad gimmick. Yeah, they, like, WB was like, we'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> and then, you're right, Disney, you know, some Disney exec was like, yo, we'll, we'll get you back what is it gonna take what is it gonna take to get you back because like and then there you go this he gets to do one in both universes and no one like 
because like you said, it, he understands ensembles and at people peak, just want ensemble movies, at the you peak know, of his career as well. He's, he's, he's oh yeah. Cause, Cause you know, usually it's like you start off in one universe a while back before the universe popped off and then you right. go to the other one when it actually peaked up, you know, but this, yeah. but he went from the top of the Marvel uh, universe, whatever phases uh, one through four or whatever, or one through three, to like the top of DC right now because DC is super hot because of uh, of the Snyderverse yeah, shit going on. You're right, and, yeah. <laughs> and even whether you know whether they liked it or not in terms of critiques and stuff, Wonder Woman eighty four did well for them. So they're you know they're on a high right now and they're like yo let's grab this guy and keep going so it's cool because james gunn's movie is gonna act like a little booster there for them so they can get their next shit popped off you know yeah un- until they figure out what they want to do yeah which but, is uh, like shazam 2 and black adam exactly and like, you know, which is coming right. out uh next year so it's gonna be a nice little buffer for them to, to leave them in like a very like neutral kind of zone you know because you go from this Snyderverse very dark tone to mm-hmm. this James Gunn looking like it looks like a comic book movie, like Deadpool like kind of shit, right? So it's gonna leave like a clean palette for DC to actually work with in terms of tone. Like you'll forget about the Zack Snyder tone um after you see um James Gunn's movie, and then from there DC can jump off from that kind of emotion, you can say. And yeah. uh and do whatever they want to do in terms of stories. So Yeah, because then cool you know there's there's shit like the Batman still coming, you yeah. know. So like, yeah. it, there you go. They, yeah, because the Batman's then, still on, Aquaman two still on, yeah. Wonder Woman three still on, mm-hmm. right? They got the Flash still going, and then on top of that, they want to start tying everything from their TV shows into their movies and vice versa. So yeah, they, they, so, they got these grand plans. Yeah, we'll going see. on. We'll, we'll see. We'll definitely you know. see. And you know what else we'll see about this movie that was supposed to come out last year, titled Spiral. Yeah, Spiral Book of Saw. So, the you know. Book of Saw Spiral. Um, we finally, finally got a trailer for we it. We finally Man. got another trailer. The first one we got for sure was last year, uh, before everything popped off with the pandemic. And we recently got another one that kind of shows off... A little more than I wanted to. I think it's the same, you know, it's the proper way to say it. Yeah. I I don't know anymore about this movie text. I'm scared. That trailer. (laughs) After watching that trailer, I go back to my uh, statement of they should have released it on VOD over the summer. It it should have been out. Or during Halloween or something. Like, even if they wanted to push back the date and wait and wait and wait, they could have been like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's release it on fucking... um, Around the Halloween season on VOD, right. you know, yeah, I, I would have paid for it. Um, but now I'm kind of, I, I might wait for it now after seeing the trailer. <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird because like it, the writers, uh, the writers who did uh, Jigsaw, which it, which wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was pretty uh, good. I'll, yeah, like in terms of being like the fucking seventh movie in the fucking franchise. I know, tell me or about no, it. I think it's part eight because like I think Saw 3D was like part seven. Yeah. Saw 3D was part seven. Jigsaw was part eight. But um, no, no. So they wrote Jigsaw and Chris Rock, who stars in it alongside Sam Jackson, which is pretty neat. He's only like starring in it and executive producing it. So like he I'm sure he had like some of the base ideas, but he didn't write yeah, this. Like 
he must have had some of the very faint base ideas or something because I don't know, man. It just looks weird. Like I yeah. remember we were having a conversation. I mentioned to you that uh, it reminded me of an SNL skit pretty much. It just seemed a little off in some of the deliveries throughout the entire trailer. You know, just the way Chris Rock said things, it felt like it was like a joke or something. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, like I couldn't take him seriously. And it's not to say that it's Chris Rock I, th- because it's not to say that I I didn't take him seriously because he's Chris Rock. No, I've taken him seriously before. But the delivery of the lines and the context and, that we got uh, it yeah, in, yeah. it didn't work. It didn't work. It, it, was, it wasn't working. It didn't seem I, – I, I just didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I'm a little yeah. afraid to see what the whole – what the whole project looks like as a whole because uh, Sam Jackson also didn't sell me anything either. Yeah. Um, he looks like a very generic Sam Jackson role, you know, like a stereotypical generic Sam Jackson role. Like, oh, is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? Is he the one doing stuff? But then you see him hanging in some trap. So I'm like, okay, yeah, so it's not like, you. Um, I, I thought he was going to be like the Danny Glover type. Yeah, saw yeah. one where you're like, holy shit, Danny Glover. It'd be where dope, you were like, yeah, yeah, it'd be dope if Chris Rock is a young Danny Glover. Is that the case? Yeah, I was thinking. I thought it was that a prequel. would make more sense, but I don't think that's the case, right? Yeah, I thought it was a prequel, but they said it was like they they said there's jigsaw copycats. So yeah, and, but then like, and then if you uh, think of it, like if you think of the canon of the Saw movies, it's like, all copycats. A, yeah, there's a legit canon, yeah. and it's it's built in that it's all co- like you said, it's all copycats. it's all copycats. Like that's like that's the premise of of the entire gimmick is that Saw is that um, Jigsaw, actually, the original guy, like he actually yeah he trained up some people, you know what I mean, from the very beginning to do yeah. what he did because he knew he was gonna die, so he he trained up a uh, uh, Stacey Frost's character, right? Yeah, uh, the junkie chick, the cop. Like, yeah. you know, so the whole point was to copy him and, and create that. Oh, is this a copycat? And, and that way he can do other things on the side. So, yeah, because even looking at the first test of the, the first movie, he's on the floor the whole time while his copycat did all the setup. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, right from the beginning, dude. So that's what I mean. That's so, why we're right here, there, man, is where we're here, Tex. Yeah. Ultimately, like, it's already, like, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's just kind of set up to be in a bad situation to where yeah. I was like, but you, you see, really should have come again, out last year. This like, is you're, what you're, happens when you let the shit fucking simmer too long. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. These are, like, I'm, I'm concerned about Candyman as well because we haven't yeah. seen a lot, of, uh, like, a lot about that. Same thing for A Quiet Place too. You would think that now th- that they finally have a release date, you would expect to see some newer footage attached to a trailer. You know, we yeah. haven't seen that either. But this is what we've been talking about, Tex, for the last fucking year. That if you do not put these things out, the excitement over something, like the hype over something, is not going to be the same. And showing us this trailer now, it's it's something like, wait a minute, what did we just walk into? You know? Um, yeah. So they definitely kind of lost a lot of steam if they yeah, had released it then right. and there like and then it would have been kind of floppish maybe or not even or or even it would have been good it, it would have been a totally different story but now i'm going into it like with cold feet because i don't know what to expect you're right because you know now it's become a matter of like why'd you hold it back like why'd you hold, why'd you wait on this yes you know because now like i think that's what it is overall it's a lodge effect right yeah because we're we're watching this trailer and we're like well why did you hold back on this why didn't you just throw this out it's on like you knew it was something? gonna be hot garbage the minute you put it out 
Like yeah. hot garbage. The, if you let hot garbage sit there, it's just going to get even hotter and grosser. You know what I mean? Dude, so, I hope it's just a trailer. Like, I really hope I'm hoping too a- because a lot of it seemed out of context because it just yeah. showed – like, I don't know if the trailer was – like, if the person who cut the trailer was trying to be a fucking dick or something. But, like, it just seemed like Chris Rock was just yelling all the time in, like, every yeah. scene, you know? And it's like, hey, yeah. are you trying to, like, make this look bad? Because it looks bad right now. And I don't think – Chris Rock was aiming for it to be like a comedy. I for sure 100% think that no, Chris Rock took yeah. this role because it was a challenge for him. Hey, listen, I haven't done horror before. This looks interesting, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's do it. So I'm hoping it's a trailer cut in just terribly. I'm just hoping that the final yeah. product doesn't reflect no, this current trailer. I agree. Like, just to put a cap on that, like, I hope it's just a trailer and not that he can't do it. So yes. that's that's ultimately what we're hoping for. I know you're in that same boat, ultimately, right? Where it's like, I hope it's a matter of just them cutting the trailer bad and not the fact that, like, no, he just couldn't do this type of movie. You know, so I, I, I would like to see Chris Rock try this shit if he's good at it, you know, like because that's what you want out of like horror you want new you want new voices in horror you want new like just interested people who are fans of these ideas and they're like fuck it i want to try something you want that try to be good like you like we say all the time we never go into a movie hoping to have a bad time you know you know like we all yeah so but yeah. um, uh, speaking of uh, having a bad time, so um, and interesting people doing horror, right? So Neil Blomkamp, director of District Nine, right? Um, right. I just found out today pretty, uh, that he made a horror movie, and it's coming out this August. And well, I was good like, for him. I'm like, I, oh, that's what you've been doing ever since Bridley Scott shot down I, yeah, ever since, Aliens idea. Yeah, we've talked Aliens. R.I.P. Like, Yo, R.I.P. But listen, dude, dude I'm we, not I surprised. Think we, I it think would take we me a long time. Dude, it would take me a long time to get it from that too. Knowing that I have the blessing of Sigourney Weaver and Michael right. Behine and the fact that they'd come back to reprise their roles. And you're like, yo, we got this going. We got the main stars over here. And for this guy that's like, nah, I got this other idea. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it took him a while to, to get up from this. And I guess out of the ashes, he made this movie called Demonic about some I mean, girl who kind of, you know, invokes demons or something and has a feud with her mother. There's no trailers yet or anything like, uh, yeah. like that. No pictures, no posters. I'm kind of curious. Because he's an interesting director, so mm-hmm. I'm curious uh, to see w- what the demons look like, what the actual horror stuff um, in the movie looks like. Be cool if uh, Charlton Copley is in it. Yeah, he probably he's probably the devil. He's probably uh, so. he, he's probably there in some <laughs> facet, whether it's his yeah. beard, his facial hair, his his body hair. You know, his voice, he'll be used at some point by Neil Blumkamp. But um, I just hope it's good, Tex. I really I really do hope it's good. All right, folks. So uh, without any further ado, man, let's uh, hit him with the main attraction, Tex. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, this week, folks, we got a uh, brand spanking new release for you guys. Godzilla versus Kong. Available yes. on HBO Max and in movie theaters as well. Yeah, speaking of all the delays and all that stuff for Spiral, like uh you, this one finally came out after being delayed like 7 times. So yeah, like here this we go. was supposed to originally come out not last November, but last a year yeah, ago last, pretty much, right? Yeah, it's it was before pandemic stuff. Like it, it was like like right on the cusp of it, I think. Like it was supposed to be like that May or something like that. Yeah, so, like, that's right. Like, right. So, so like 
So pretty much, let's just get out of the way before we start spoiling everything for these people. Pay for it, wait for it, or stay away from it, Tex. I would say pay for it. Like, without, without like, just spoiler-free review, I would say pay for it. You know, um, if you don't have HBO Max, I would say subscribe to HBO Max and check it out. Yeah, if you, if you're comfortable going with, the, like, going to a theater, if you got your vaccines or, you know, you, or you're just at a comfortable place with it, at, with the risk, I would say go to a theater. But, yeah. Like I would check it out, but you you get what you pay for. Yes. So um, I think I think that's what it's worth paying for. I also agree with uh, my main man text there. Definite pay for it. Find a way to see it. Um, if you can see it in the, in the movie theaters, like Tex said, if you feel comfortable enough to go to a movie theater, by all means, please pay for it and help the movie theater industry get back on its feet. But if not, HBO Max has it right there and it is 100% worth it, worth it, worth it. I, for one, I was going to go mm-hmm. to the movie theater to see it, but then I decided to stay home and watch it with the kids. Mm-hmm. And it was the better option because I was able to see it in, in my room with a 4K TV and it looked absolutely fantastic. So without any, uh, any any further hesitation let's just fucking take a deep dive right into uh what uh was supposed to be a summer blockbuster and in, in, in my opinion this movie is 100% what you're looking for in a summer blockbuster and it's what they originally wanted out of a you know a king of the monsters right um, mm-hmm. They wanted this big time, big fight feel for King of the Monsters, and that you know went kaput. But in this in this new iteration of the MonsterVerse movies, Godzilla versus Kong, they definitely found a way to come out on top and just fucking just hit it out of the park because it was absolutely awesome what they were able to accomplish in those fights. And Tex, I know you are a big fan of Godzilla and of Kong itself. What did you think of everything that just happened in this movie, man? Now now that we're going full spoilers, I can outright say, like, you can you skip that, like, first 40 minutes and uh, you're not really missing much. It, it sucks because, you know, the humans do have a, a role in the story. Like, they, they, they have a purpose for being there, unlike the other movies, where they're just kind of in the way of, like, waking up Ghidorah and Mothra, for, you know, for whatever. But in this one, no, they're, like, trying to steal this Hollow Earth element, so they, they take Kong... Like this would say, like they're the ones who get the story in motion. They get yeah. Kong and Godzilla to meet each other. Yeah, they're the ones who who have the the ultimate threat. So it's like I, I get what people are like. That's what I'm just like taking it all in. I get what people are saying. Oh, the human characters like suck or whatever. But I'm like, it, they also they also are the plot. So you kind of need them there. Ultimately. Yeah, exactly. The human characters are um, they're not trash and the other kong kong not kong movies um but even in in skull island you had a little bit but um yeah well that that was uh that's what i'm saying like i that was also it's the same kind of vibe like you were saying that blockbuster that 90s blockbuster vibe where it's like the the humans don't matter but like or the humans do matter and they're trash but also like it's it's supposed to be trash damien bashir's character where he's like the the like the CEO of like Apex, like the guy building the Mecha Godzilla, basically. Yeah. And and his he he's clearly like chewing up the scenery, you know, as like, oh, humans are oh, we gotta be the apex predators again and stuff like that. But like that see, that's the stuff where it's like you can tell it feels intentional. You know, where it's like, oh, they're 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 goofing it up, you know, for this vibe. You know, like it 
it's trash, but like intentional trash. You no, know, so I agree. I think, I, think um, that's, I think that's where it gets the edge. No, yeah, like, no, okay. I agree. So, like, I had a bunch of notes that I uh, wrote down while I was watching this movie. I actually watched this movie a couple of times because of the fight scenes at the end. But um, in terms of just <laughs> the people that I was talking about, it's it's legit a 90s action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like one of those 90s uh, world disaster action movies, kind of like Armageddon style Kind of like Michael Bay kind of shit where you had either an evil guy with an evil kid, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, his daughter was also trying to fucking just also do evil deeds while they were in this hollow earth uh, trying mm-hmm. to steal the energy. You know, it was the typical, the stereotypical 90s bad guy, big corporation just stealing resources, right? Um, right. They had like typical 90s action suits. For their trip to Hollow yeah, Earth, like, they had their typical know, um, like '90s cool, weird, futuristic looking vehicles to get into this location. You know, yeah, it, it like, was it, like a, it was like um, what was that movie like Core? Remember Core? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> like, it's exactly like those movies where like it takes the cue from Skull Island, where to to be a little goofy. Like going back to that, like you like you say, it ties back into the being the the '90s blockbuster thing of like everything's kind of amped up, you know. Where it, like it's you know the people are amped up, the the ideas are amped up. Like the Hollow Earth stuff is super cool. Yeah, but yeah, then like that's pretty dope. Going back to the suits, you're like, oh, so they're not gonna wear the helmets? Yeah, even though like in, I was. Part Part two, like, like oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because I was like, oh, they have suits. Wear the helmets, right? I was thinking the same exact thing. And the suits did nothing. Usually, the, usually, the, you know, they take time to explain the suits. Oh, these suits will prevent you from, you know, you know, imploding because of the suction it, this yeah. engine creates while we have to turn into the hollow ground or some bullshit like that. Yeah, um, there's nothing about any yeah. of that. Like, but, it's um, just like, but you know it, what though, a- it, it it works. It works because yeah. they understand that concept and they they use that vibe all throughout the movie. Like the music, it sounds like that as well. Like the score of the movie mm-hmm. sounds like that. The the font they use in the beginning uh, looks very old school as well. They also do um, a cool thing with the credits where they like it just it makes it feel very old school. So they have this vibe going and they know what they're looking for. I remember you mentioned that um, they definitely went faster paced uh like in skull island right that um yeah that it it was you know um a faster paced action right yeah it takes the cue from skull island in everything like in terms of tone in terms of how it handles the people in terms of uh yeah and the speed like because king of the monsters was all about these fights but it was like I, I get that they're supposed to be like like godly titan beings. Yeah, but they're like, sluggish though, right? Yeah, yeah, but and then taking that from 2014, which you know, is what is a slow fight that ends in like two. That's it's not even a fight. It's like fucking just the mouth breathing down the. Yeah, and Godzilla mouth. was super slow in that movie. Mm-hmm. He actually sped up for King of the Monsters a little bit. Yeah, but in, like, in 2014, he was dumb fucking slow, man. Yeah, and in, and in Godzilla vs. Kong, everybody's fast. Godzilla's fast. Mechagodzilla's fast. King Kong's, like, fast. And, like, and it benefits from it. Yeah. And, like, and, and again, like, they're taking it from the movie that actually worked best in that franchise, right? Because right. the Kong movie, Skull Island, is part of this MonsterVerse franchise that they have with Godzilla, right? So mm-hmm. um, they... 
they have been trying for a while now to kind of get this thing off the ground with several iterations of Godzilla in the past, a couple iterations of of King Kong in the past, and nothing has really clicked until Mm -hmm. Skull Island, honestly. Skull Island just worked because they realized that, hey, listen, like King Kong can be treated like the Hulk can, you know what I mean? Like in Avengers and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have this creature that had that can drive a movie based on their emotions and like on what they do. It's very visual. So they yeah. took um, a lot of cues from those awesome, like emotion capture movies that Marvel was doing and the other studios were doing. Yeah. A lot of attention to small details, yeah. like, um, like Kong and Godzilla are actual characters this time, even though like fans who might like Godzilla more only see, like it takes a backseat to Kong. Cause it is Kong's movie, you know? Um, but you we've already it was like Skull Island Part Two, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like Skull Island Part Two, where it's like we get a whole movie about Kong taken from his home, finding his roots, you know, and the humans help him get there. The humans help him fight. That's what I'm saying. Like the like, I've heard the criticism and going back to that, where it's like, yeah, I get the human scenes are dumb, but at the same time, like they play the purpose of like, oh, they really do help Kong. Because if not, like, Kong got outclassed. It really yeah, did. Yeah, Kong's it, eye would have been fucking torn out by that tail. Yeah, like, it's shit like that. And, like, even when he gets to Hollow Earth for the first time, he almost dies when he's wrapped by, like, that snake wing thing. Yeah, you know, dude, where, yeah. And, and they have to shoot the fucking wings off so the thing can get off his face. But, you know, it all goes to uh, Kong being his, getting his king moment where he's, like, sitting on the throne and stuff like that. And, like... That's what I'm saying. Like, they, they turned Kong into a character. Yeah. A character that you felt for, where it's like, oh, shit, now I kind of want Kong to be Godzilla. That kind of thing. Yeah, you know? but, like, also, that was also the easy way out, too, because Kong being the more expressive kind of mm-hmm. animal. You know what I mean? Because think about it. Godzilla is this fucking lizard. Um, yeah, there's no... It's lizard brain. just looks you know? sinister. Just looking yeah. at Godzilla and the design of the Godzilla. Um, Godzilla always looks like he's scheming. You know what I mean? Um, and Kong, because of his ape look and persona, is easier to kind of make that good guy. You know? Make that underdog that, you know, that's like, hey, that's root for this fucking... As you mentioned, the Rocky, right? So, so like you make Kong this Rocky, knowing that there's this fucking this immovable object and irresistible force, right? Right. <laughs> Known as fucking Godzilla, who's just yeah. fucking destroying everything in his path because it's being yes. uh, provoked by this evil company we were talking about, right? So, yeah, like and so at the end of the day, like you do get what you pay for, like yeah. in terms of like in terms of Godzilla versus Kong. If you want to see Godzilla versus Kong, you get like you get the fighting. Yeah, you get you, three rounds. Yeah, essentially, you get three rounds in a tag team match. Yeah, three rounds that Godzilla was the clear winner. Like with all of them, you know, like, uh, and not even three rounds, dude. It's two. It's technically yeah, two. It's two. It, but they try to they try to do the whole like one and one by like someone actually saying, "Well, I guess that makes Kong the winner." Yeah, fucking. And, and I was like, "No, guard, it did. dude." Yeah, and I was like, "No, it doesn't." <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was the one where uh, where uh, Kong had that like he was still mad hype from finding that axe and the throne and shit. So he was like, "Yeah, Yo, I'm gonna beat the shit out of this dude." Right, and he did like technically, so he did, but then, then Godzilla was and then like, Godzilla nope. was like, yo, let me. It's like, yo, hold my beer. Right, <laughs> this yo, is lightweight like, right now. Son, but, but son. Legit, <laughs> let's talk about that fight because 
that shit was fucking great. That's what I'm saying. Like it, once you like start like it really all the all the complaints are just like little complaints you could ignore. It was so good that I've legit have seen it several times, a handful of times already, at least. Yeah, times. yeah, because um, nothing, good. nothing to complain about with those parts. No, That's it's the thing. It's, like too, it's, like it's well done. It's well lit. You see every little bit of action, even and it's cool lighting yeah, too. Exactly, like, it's, it's cool neon lights uh, provided by the you know the the Hong Kong skyscrapers and the Hong mm-hmm. Kong skyline, right? And you get these animals just using this skyline as like their personal fighting ring and everything is just properly well lit. But it's also it's also nighttime and they do a good job of making it known it's nighttime. So, so they it, they use a lot of good lighting techniques and mm-hmm. um, it just makes it look great. Like yeah, you see fucking yes. everything, even in the underwater fight. Like yeah, you see like- everything clearly. That was yeah. You get uh, uh, there's a very like in terms of that stuff. There's so much attention to detail. Yes. Yeah. Like in um, you know, in the there's attention to detail in like how they would move. You know, like it's like oh, Godzilla would do this thing, Kong would do this, and everything makes sense. Everything like they're they're all different times of day. Yeah. The 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 boat fight is like yeah, like late afternoon, evening, early morning type shit. Fucking the um the final fight is daytime and like you said the the Hong Kong ones at night so you get three different distinct fights like and three different lighting and it says him say there's so much attention to detail in like the way these fights are laid out and um like so like you said the the underwater stuff like yeah. that's good because you know then you get the whole idea of Kong jumping from ship to ship yeah yeah, yeah that the- was really cool um I really liked how um. It showed like it's like you said they made Kong a character, so it's like yo Kong was thrown off the ship. He's and this dude just drowning right now, legit. And they showed how how cool like the visuals were of how massive these creatures are. You know how right. they had this complete. It was pretty much a fucking armada out there in the sea. Uh, you know, a transporting Kong to um to to the Hollow Earth place, and and Godzilla's like yo. It fucking just destroys everything, you know. Yeah. And and even when you see them transport Godzilla, I mean a Kong with the helicopters to the Arctic, right? How many helicopters that was? Like they really did a good job of showing how massive these beings were. And if you forgot, they would show you by throwing them into a building that was huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, because so they it always played kept, with yeah. It, it, like you said, they always kept them looking strong and yeah, big. Exactly. Exactly. And. And there's also a lot of perspective because you know, there's a lot of moments where Kong looks super small, mm-hmm. but then you know, then you think about it like, oh, this thing must be huge, yes. like um, like the Hollow Earth. You know, when when it starts panning out, you see like a smaller Kong than we've seen throughout this whole thing. Yeah, dude, it's huge, and that yeah. upside down thing was cool too in Hollow Earth. That was oh yeah, that was. Th- neat. This is- that was a cool, neat scene that didn't need to happen, but like at the same time, like th- that's the attention to detail stuff. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, that's like a lot of that be- stuff didn't need to happen. I mean, like the movie is a little long. It's like I said, like the action starts happening um, within like if, if forty minutes into the movie. So, oh yeah, if and you want to skip all that fucking other shit, like as you mentioned before, text, you can skip the first forty minutes and jump right into the you know the the transport of Kong in the ocean scene. Yeah, exactly. Because like after that, it's it's pretty much just like it's it's like a it's like your next, you know, going back to Adam Wingard's directorial yeah. debut. 
or like it's like that one where it's like once it gets going it once, really yeah, like well, it, once it gets going it gets going and then there's a little reveal of one mecha godzilla the design's kind of dumb yeah but like, i kind of <laughs> i kind of don't mind the design i i know it looks a little clunky you know right um, yeah it does look like the original version of mecha godzilla from the you know the og movies i had to look back and i was like huh it looks kind of like yeah kind of it's just like i get it like, but it's just it's weird because it looked like a lizard kind of like a you know like i it's let's just say it's all nitpick stuff because the fact that we get mecha godzilla in it like and ultimately, it's only in there to, like you said, it's only in there to be the, the tag team match. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I didn't mind it too much, because we were in into the movie pretty deep already. Yeah, exactly. When it comes, and like, again, like, the design, it felt, it just felt like it was more of a company doing something not official. You know what I mean? Because usually if you get an official kind of thing, it's more of a yeah. sneaker looking design, something not so clunky looking. It'll legit probably be like a shiny chrome version of the Godzilla, you know? So yeah. that's why I kind of like this one because like, it I looks agree. like a, uh, a company built a robot, you know, to fight a fucking monster. You know? Yeah, because at that at, at that point in the movie, I'm already all in anyway. So it's kind of like yeah, yeah. It, it's it's when you like going back to like yeah. what you're saying the ta- the wrestling metaphor, where it's like it's legit. We like we just saw the end of this rivalry. You know, like yeah. uh, we legit yeah, the rivalry, saw Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah legit, We saw Kong the, take the pin. We yeah, saw exactly Kong- when the friends. Who turned on each other become friends again, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we legit saw Kong, you know, Godzilla pinning Kong, you know, and that because, like, yeah, especially like, with fucking when Godzilla put his foot on his chest and just yeah. screamed on his face, and yeah, he, he's and like, he was just like, like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you still and at it, this right now? Stay down. And then Kong legit pulled like the out of here no bell, and then he dropped dead. <laughs> Dude, dropped half dead. That was a good scene. I like that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like by that point, he did take the fat L. Like, yeah. He, and then like, Godzilla still showed his dominance, so that he yeah, it's like, yo, listen, I'm still the king over here. Like I, I'm not killing you because there's other bigger fish to fry right now. But just to let it be known, it's it's your movie. But you know, I'm still gonna kick yo, your ass. You know. <laughs> that's exactly it, Arturo. It's legit just like, yo, don't forget whose franchise this is. Yeah, yeah, legit. <laughs> it's like, listen, like, I'm glad you got some play. You kind of saved us a little bit there. You had better writers there, right? Enjoy yeah, it, word. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you're still going to fucking get your ass kicked. Yeah, right? word. And like, Kong's yeah. like, okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that dynamic, too, like, that was so, like, that's what I'm saying. Because, for, Going back to the humans, for all those problems, there's so much to dig into with, like, the, it nails what it's supposed to do, right? Yeah, like, agreed. ultimately, all of that is window dressing, and it gets the meat of the sandwich right. Like, the, yeah. the meat, like, it, Godzilla and Kong and their dynamic, and they're, like, they feel like characters this time, because of all the extra detail you get, like, uh... Like even Godzilla's more emotive, you know. Yeah. You get those close-ups of Godzilla's face, and you're yeah, like, "Yeah, oh, there was is even that a like moment a- where I think Godzilla like even smirked or something. Yeah, after he right. Just, like kick Kong or some shit like that. Yeah, like, it felt yeah, like that. Yeah, he smirked at him and shit. I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." Yeah, but, and then that, you but get- that was cool though because, I, as you said, they made them characters and they made them emote because, as you as we keep mentioning, the people um, aren't just fodder here. They act as a way to kind of 
move the story along a little bit, but then um, they stopped that halfway and they um, kind of let the monsters move the story along a little bit now yeah. because the fight scenes yeah. are so immense and so long that you need them to do that because because half the time the humans are just on the sideline just just looking on. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it, it's like, just it's just scenes and shots of them looking like scared and in awe of what's going on. You know, so you which need is, these big monsters doing their which thing. is what you need. Going back to the wrestling metaphor, right? Yeah. You need the crowd there to like tell you to tell you to give you the idea of what what's happening here. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm rooting for Godzilla now. I'm rooting for Kong now. I'm doing this. You know, and so. Like when Kong does the run in at the end after getting beat up and like it, you know, and they're like, and they did that. They do the eighties fucking like they basically short of the eighties handshake, you know, of like the fucking the yeah. you, Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit. And then what was dope too when when Godzilla charged up that axe. Yeah, yeah, well, he's like, yo, he gave him a hand, and like, it's that was good shit. It's shit like that where like it's all in service of like amping that up, you know. And when it's a story involved, when it's a human story involving Godzilla or Kong, like directly affecting them, then it's good. But when it's humans dealing with other humans, then it's not. So that, Cause, that's cause, the issue. Because you know why too? Because there's a bigger fucking problem than another human. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a fucking monster out there that's like bigger than the Empire State Building, and you're worried about the drama about your human life right now. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's also a part of the Godzilla franchise, so I get it. Because when when Godzilla movies are really good, when you care about the human side too, you know. Well, the older ones. Well, the older ones were more like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, they, Godzilla was just a little side thing of what was going on, but mm-hmm. it would be very much driven about, like, you know, a relationship um, or, like, scientists trying to figure something out. But Godzilla would always be on a screen. You know what I mean? He would always just be, like, on the news. Yeah, like just tearing like, shit up, but then like they would allow you know the personal relationships of the characters to kind of drive the movie. But it was it was those were meant to be seen as as movies and and not just these big kaiju battle movies. You know, where, yeah, where like it, they, it became like that down the line when they realized, oh look, wait a minute, there's a whole little you know we can make more money if we yeah. just crank out these other kinds of films quicker you know yeah they're they're they were like natural disaster movies yeah you know exactly. where it's like it's people reacting to this fucking shit it's just instead of a tornado it's a giant lizard you know like so so the the monsterverse hasn't gotten that right that's what it is like even with this one of course not but it made the right move in just amping up everything else you yes know? so it figured out the formula in terms of the monster stuff yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it wasn't like scary lighting, you know, bad weather, mm-hmm. a lot of cool flame effects. It was it was more along the lines of okay, we have to kind of just make them move better. Just make them like move a, a little yeah. bit more um agile, a little more swifter, a little more smoother, like just make them move faster. Um, yeah. as we just said before that it used the pace of play of Kong Skull Island and it, it helped tremendously cuz even even you even see Kong fucking charging and running at Mecha Godzilla at one point and you're like, "Yo, you, you you never saw this fucking thing like 
even like jog or hop, skip a step, you know? It was always very slow, very methodical, very big, gigantor kind of shit, you know? But uh, here it's like, yo, there's a problem over there. I got to move quick in order to fucking take the problem out, you know? It makes it all fun. Like it taps into that. It taps into the, the classic Godzilla movies people think of. Like, because it's, it's the memory that, you know, when people say, oh, the Godzilla movies never had good humans. Well, it's, it's only because you remember the, the, like the goofy fight. You remember the fight because it's fun. Yeah, because exactly. So to our point that we're making before, like the ones in black and white were the serious ones. It was when Mm -hmm. I think it started getting into the color where they realized, yo, we can make this goofy shit because they realized it can get crazier with the designs. Um, and with the kind of destruction and the and the costumes and stuff, um, so they started going more towards uh, you know a Godzilla versus all monsters and stuff like that. You know, what yeah. I mean? And so, and that was the right decision here. Like the, it's basically this is the monster verse version of that, and yeah. that that was the smart thing to do because like I'm kind of good on these now. Like if anything, maybe a Kong movie in that Hollow Earth, I, I wouldn't mind seeing, but like. No, you know, like I'm good, you know, like But I'm also good, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm good with that, right? I don't know like, what they would do next. These yeah. people need to recover from all this destruction. WB, yeah, cuz like what you see, <laughs> you see all these people give Superman and Zack Snyder tons of shit for all this destruction, but no one's fucking batting well, an eye at yeah. Godzilla and Kong fucking destroying an entire fucking city and everyone's good you know like no 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 we're good because they're big yeah monsters. so just uh putting a final cap on things uh i would also say that i like i'm i'm good on this i'm it, like if this is the last like of the monsterverse things it should be it, it feels like it was building to that like i maybe the only thing would be bringing in more monsters but um, you know i i kind of i kind of already hit my ceiling i don't yeah, know what do you, you know what, what you happens thinking? in hollywood when you hit that ceiling right they yeah. want to add another fucking extension to the fucking house, you know? There's going to be another ceiling, especially because the movie's doing so well. Monetarily, as well as in streaming views, right. um, I believe it's going to, you know, show that uh, this movie did well critically and as well financially. And they're going to find a way to, you know, release another movie. Um, if they do, they should at least try and get Wingard again. Because it just seemed like he knows... Yeah, he understands at least ...what to do report. with this kind of a material, you know? Yeah. Um, which is I'm, I'm, which is crazy, right? That fucking of all people, of all the fucking directors, yeah, right? Mister, yeah. you're next, Mister Guest, Mister Blair Witch, right? Yeah, Mister Death Note, Mister Death Note, Ooh, fucking like, Adam Wingard, and right? you no, know, and Mister Thundercats. So now Mister Thundercats on yes, top of he's, that. He's doing a Thundercats. Apparently, like, um. The same people who did Death Note with him, uh, the same writers and creative team are going to do Thundercats, I think I, I was reading. Mm, so I don't know if that's a good thing. No. That's a bad thing. But um, yeah. so apparently it's uh, like it's it animated. Was, so, it was bouncing you know. around for a while. It was going to be live action, right? But yeah, then, this Thundercats one, they've been talking about doing a Thundercats movie for a while. Like, it's, it's the same one. So, he, like, so yeah. Wingard grabbed it and he was like, you know, fuck this shit. So he's going to blend the CGI. With actual animation, right? Which I think is a pretty smart fucking move because yeah, it's just movies. Look fucking weird, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. so, and then on top of that, um, apparently he has an idea that that he's been dying to put on paper for Thundercats of all he, things. Maybe he's like a Thundercats. Yeah, fan, apparently you know? he's super passionate about it, which is great. Yeah, so cool. Um, you know what? That's yeah. what you want. And right? again, like, like you know what? That's cool. Like it's 
for him, it's kind of like a low risk, high reward thing because yeah. because you're making it the medium of CGI and animation. You're not really. I'm not saying that th- th- there's not going to be stress to make it good, but you're not. You don't have that burden of actual physical people to work with, and it's just kind of voice acting, and you can work with animators a bit more closely and easier probably than actual people. You can have these drawings do exactly what you fucking want. So um, I'm hoping that um, that turns out well for him. Uh, yeah. it's, it seems like he um, is doing well for himself now. Yeah, he, um, he understands. I mean, this was all... This is all computer animation. Oh, uh, so it's like uh, Barrett as well is going to uh, be a part of the creative team. of. Well, of there you go. See, so good luck to good luck to that. So, um, yeah. And and listen, like it was this looking, was the ultimate test. It was this looking was, very bleak for Mr. Wingard. Right. It really was. Especially after Blair Witch came out and we were like, what is this shit? And then you told me Death Note was trash. Yeah. You know, so this is his ultimate redemption. I am very happy to see that. And I'm happy that this is doing well because it's going to afford him the time to do more creative horror stuff, hopefully. Because you yeah. know how you know how it goes. Once you do good with a blockbuster like this and a big name like this for a big studio, you know, they're like, okay, cool. You can fucking have time to do your indie shit now, you know? Yeah, you're right they they get the smaller projects so I, yeah. i'm hoping uh i'm hoping he can come up with some cool original stuff because that's what i'm more that's what i'm more interested in especially from him and from simon barrett um i'm tired of the, all the all the licensed stuff i'm hoping after thundercats he can take a break from the licensed stuff and do some good you know original shit yeah um, i agree speaking of like this whole monster verse and everything go watch kong skull island i highly recommend it and it is yeah. the one movie that legit was worthwhile to watch um as a as a whole in this whole monster verse ever since they started talking about you know godzilla and king kong and all this stuff skull island um it came out a little bit underrated too on top of that it came out a little under the radar and uh it's it's a quality movie you have some quality characterization in their quality story um mm-hmm. and if you want to kind of see where some of the ideas in godzilla versus kong um come from you definitely kind of need to watch Skull Island because they do yeah. reference um, a bunch of stuff from that movie. So thank you for joining us tonight. Um, go to HBO Max, stream Godzilla vs. Kong. If you can, if you feel safe, go to the movie theater. Go watch uh, Godzilla vs. Kong in, uh, in IMAX if you can. It looks great. You'll definitely not regret it. Again, if you feel safe, feel safe. Um, and go out to um, the streamers and catch... Um, Kong Skull Island. It's also on HBO Max. All that Godzilla mm-hmm. stuff, by the way, you can catch on HBO Max. So mm-hmm. if you're lucky to have that, or if you're lucky to you know have somebody who knows um, who has HBO Max, just try and catch it. And all the glory of HBO Max. So if you have 4K, they stream in 4K. If you don't, they stream in regular. But it's worth it. HBO Max with JTUX is um. I know. I feel like I feel like we do a bunch of just free promo for them. But like, <laughs> but dude, listen, it's good, like, dude. dude it's, we just got the fucking Snyder cut last week, right? Yeah. We got Kong versus Godzilla. We're getting Mortal Kombat from them. We're getting the Conjuring from them down the line. Yeah. It's like, dude, like shit, man. Go dude, out there, get HBO Max, man. It's definitely worth it. If you're gonna get a streaming service out there, just in terms of the quality of content you get, um honestly, and, yeah. And, and the variety of content you get, because what you get all the stuff from uh the Cartoon Network stuff, Adult Swim stuff. That's dude, true. Dude, yeah. dude, you get like all the Rocky movies, all the Matrix movies, the all the trilogies of Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, and yeah. like all the Godzilla shit. Dude, it's fucking worth it. 
All right. Thank you for joining us. Get HBO Max. <laughs> I, I hope HBO people hear this and send us some free some free trials. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you for joining us once again. This was episode 62 of the official Code Feed podcast, The Morgue. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, it was a good one. And thank you always to you guys out there listening. Thank you to Glenn Morawski for the music, the Del Virus for the artwork. And once again, folks, I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. It's a scary world out there. We're here to walk you through it.